Welcome to the Restored and Remarried podcast with Gil and Brenda Stewart. Gil and Brenda are internationally known marriage experts who specialize in remarriage and the step family. The Stewarts offer valuable principles that can improve your relationship satisfaction with the love of your life. Here they are, coach and counselors, authors and speakers, Gil and Brenda Stewart. Hey everybody, welcome back to Restored and Remarried, where we are so excited to today be talking to you about tips, tools, and tingles for your relationship. Mm-hmm. Gil and Brenda Stewart here again. Glad you're able to join us. Yes, indeed. So today, tingles is more of the topic than tips and tools because the tips and tools tend to be kind of down in the nitty gritty. And today we want to talk about tingles, which are more up and down your spine. <laughs> and one way to get a tingle is by doing what, Gil? Dating. Ah, okay. Dating. Not just dating to get the girl, but to date and keep the girl kind of go together. So this I found very interesting. So this morning I posted on my Facebook page, uh, give me some of your thoughts about dating and some something that's funny. And so many people that made comments were talking about dating before they got married. And it's like, no, dude, you, no, 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 I, I wasn't clear. How, what do you do for dating after you're married? What do you, what do you mean, well, date after you're married? I thought gal, we were done. One gal, we're married. We don't need to date. One gal's husband, she said, my husband's an electrician or an electrical engineer. Oh. And she asked him. What do we do for fun dating? And he's exactly what you just said. Let's go wire a house. No, he's like, <laughs> we dated before we got married. We don't have to do it now that we're married. Uh-oh. Oh, my God. Is Uh-oh. that a guy thing? I don't know. I don't know. So today we're going to kind of talk about some dating ideas. But before we get going on that, there's some basics about why every married couple should continue to date. There's There's some needs here because... It starts off with a couple of key points, but before I go forward, Brenda has well, her finger up. The point is, is I think a lot of what we're going to share here is no duh. Okay, no and duh. we all know this stuff. Sure, but we forget about it. Yeah, because life happens and throws us off track. Okay, so why every married couple needs to date? Number one, <laughs> it's a lot of fun. <laughs> it should be. You should go have fun. You know, go have a good time and enjoy one another's company. I mean, right there, that should be enough to go do it. Yeah. Where are we going later? I don't know. We got to talk about that. Okay. Number two, allows you to really connect. Mm, We talk a lot about about that. Connection, not communicate, but connect. That whole connectication. Right. Because the following Mm -hmm. point is this. Number three, improves your communication. If you're connecting and you're having fun, I like to talk to you. Mm Mm-hmm. So do I. I like that. What's next? Another one would be that uh, by dating, it gives you quality time together. Oh, especially if quality time is your love language. I was just going to say, but you know what? Even if it's not your love language, I I don't know. I just think because we're busy running around doing so much time is so important uh, that it's a great gift we can give each other. And we need to appreciate that. So frequency and... Frequency should be a lot. You, you do it as much as you can. It's good for you. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, I think so, so. The more together time you've got, it's quality time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What's next? And then also by dating, it can recapture the romance. Oh boy! Remember that go. whole romance thing? Yeah. <laughs> That's not sex. It's romance. Romance. I mean, I mean, yeah. yesterday it wasn't a date, but I brought you home flowers. <gasps> Does that count? Yes. That was unexpected. You, you got a point for that. One point. Yeah. I think I brought... you got. You and brought what six flowers? Six, so six beautiful points. flowers. Six you got points. It. I should and have brought them to you one at a time. <laughs> then you would have gotten a hundred points. Have been each. wilted by then. Okay, the next one is pulls you out of your rut. Oh yeah. Okay, we get home. We do our thing. We turn on the TV, and now it's ten o'clock. It's time to go to bed. Mm-hmm. Wow. Let's go do that again tomorrow. Mm, no. How often do we do that? And it's like, oh my yeah, gosh. You don't even think about, you yeah. know, your your fun loving partners over there kind of going, turn off the stupid television, let's go do something or like we're fix a both, carburetor or something. We're both sitting there oh. in the rut together. <laughs> yeah, but what would you want to do? I don't know. We'd have to talk about Get that. Get out of a rut. Yeah. The next one <clears throat> strengthens your relationship. What what's that mean? Well, I think dating strengthens your relationship because if you're dating correctly with good date rules, which we'll cover in a minute, you're investing in your relationship. Okay, gotcha. And that strengthens your marriage. The next one I let you say. Oh, I was wondering what you're going to do. I'm surprised you didn't just grab it. No, no, I'm going to later. Every couple needs to date because... It, in- <laughs> it increases sexual opportunities. Opportunities. What does that mean? Well, if you're out having a date and you know you happen to be looking in my direction, I can give you a kiss, oh. and then you know maybe maybe it'll lead to something a little later on, or not. <laughs> <laughs> no, if we're both having a good time. Hopefully, we both want to go that same because direction. Because when you think about it. Sexual relationship between husband and wife is the highest form of communication. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so if we are communicating, having a good time, then a good time later might be a better chance of having a good time. I think so. I think if most women are having a good time, that I, I would, yeah. Yeah, because you might show I, me a better time if you're having a good time. This is true. Because you you have desire for sex as well as I that's do. Right. That's so right. So that's there. Yeah. There you go. Increases the opportunity. <laughs> Okay, the next one is this causes you to feel better about your relationship. Mm. Yeah, because if we're connecting and, and building and getting out of ruts, I am going to feel better about mm-hmm. it. I'm going to be more hopeful, especially if it's been really in the dredges, gray skies a lot. Spending time with you without a lot of you know extra stuff pulling at you, it gives me a chance to reconnect, and I yeah. like that. Yeah, And I, I feel agree. better about you because sometimes I know you're really pooped out, and it's nice to go have fun. Yeah. I agree. Okay. I agree. And then also it's important for married couples to date because it really reduces stress. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just being able to have a nice kiss, a long hug, to be able to sit there and enjoy a, a cup of coffee without being rushed. That that's, Those are all those things. It's not all push, 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 but time to really relax. Well, and I think it's important when you actually say okay we're gonna go out on a date that one of the well maybe i'm getting ahead but one of the date rules is you don't want to talk about anything that would bring up an argument or anything that's really stressful yeah we'll get to which that. is why i'm saying you want to reduce the stress on your yeah, date yeah go have a good time yeah yeah okay then the next one is it deepens your commitment mm, commitment's huge oh yeah i mean how many yeah. couples do i work with especially in the counselor's chair that if they have a deep commitment they're gonna make it yes. even if they're having a hard time Mm-hmm. They're going to make it. And even when they're having a hard time and, and they're going through the counseling process and they go out on a date, typically 
that increases the commitment level. They're mm-hmm. spending time on purpose with one another. Because they're connecting, huh? Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. Okay, go yeah. on. Uh, let's see. Another reason to go on a date is because it can build positive memories. Yeah, because like last week I took you out to this really nice restaurant. <laughs> it's so romantic. And the, the, the cashier was so polite when she handed us the fortune cookie <laughs> and then we got our own drink at the at you know the dispenser and, Panda sat, Express. and sat down. Panda Express. Oh, and, yeah. Well, we, yeah, so we would like a little gratuity from Panda on this one, please. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it was a positive. I said it was fine dining. You kind of went, what? I know. That's why you keep bringing it up. That's so right. I'm like trying a... to gain points here. It was a good memory, right? No, it was a good memory. Yeah, because you didn't have to cook. That Hey, and you know what? I'm to the point where that is totally fine it dining. Was, it was totally I'm fine dining. That. It was yeah. spontaneous. Okay, yeah. and one last thought on uh, why it's important to have married people dating is this. Go ahead. It protects your relationship from divorce. Yeah. Because wow. you're connecting. Wow. I want to protect us from that. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, a lot of our listeners by now kind of know our story. And, and being out in a positive relationship with you protects our relationship. I, I don't want to go through a messy, icky divorce no. ever again. Wouldn't, worst, no. wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy. So you want to protect. You want to invest. You want to continue, continue investing. So, okay, so let, let's move along. Um, are, there, are there ground rules for, for... Well, I kind of shared the ground rules before, but there's 12 great rules here for Great Date. And we're reading off of some information from Dr. Steve Stevens, who's with Every Marriage Matters. Uh, it's a nonprofit here in Oregon that really focuses on marriages. And he's he's a counselor, and he's just a riot. He's written a lot of books, and... He's, he's a right, all right. He's a right. <laughs> so I love his number one thing to do, 12 rules for a great date, shower and brush your teeth. <laughs> Does that really need to be said? Shower and brush your teeth. It might be a good idea to comb your hair, too. Do you have to floss, too? Uh, maybe. Maybe you should floss. Maybe you should floss. Uh, uh, I like that. So, And then the next one he points out is dress up. Uh, to make your spouse proud. I mean, don't wear, you know, what you wore to, to work uh, that day. I mean, even if you're a white collar guy and wear a shirt and tie to work, uh, come home and change your shirt, dude. You know, come yeah. home and, and get yourself looking good because if your lady's waiting for you and she's looking like a million bucks, you don't want to look like a buck fifty. That's right. I got to go back to number one because I forgot to say something I wanted to share <laughs> on the my Facebook. Some of the comments one gal said today... Um, Let's see how it, how it's important on how you smell. Oh, okay. And that she, when her husband puts on brute cologne, she knows what kind of evening he's expecting. <laughs> <laughs> like it's some kind of aphrodisiac or something. Well, according to him, I don't know. It might be a turn off to her. So that might be. I think we kind of have it. Okay, what do you want me to smell like today? So I know <laughs> what yeah. to expect. So yeah, so that's how you smell. Yeah, it it is it, really... it, 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 it triggers memories. It, it's endearing, mm-hmm. and for you, if I were to put in my pockets horse manure, you would just <gasps> eat me alive. Oh yeah, that'd there's be awesome. a story behind that. If you want to know, you have to email us at uh, restoredandremarried.com, and we'll tell you this backstory on that of, of those who really want to know why horse manure is Brenda's favorite yeah, smell. Send, send me a box, please. Okay. Okay. okay no, so no, don't send us a box. <laughs> Let's get back to the 12 rules okay. for great dates. Number, number three, th- number three. I like this one. Turn off your smartphone. <sighs> yeah. That is not a smartphone in that situation. That is a stupid phone. <laughs> 
turn it off. Yeah. You're supposed to be focusing on and, one yeah. another. We tell people at our seminars, if we see you out on a date we in come a restaurant, beat you up. you're in big trouble. Yeah, beat so, you up. Yeah. Okay, number four. Listen with interest and give them 100% of your attention, which means don't look at the smartphone. <laughs> <laughs> refer back to number three. Yeah, refer to number three. But you know what? Yeah. When, when you're really <clears throat> focusing on one another, you're attuning. You, mm. you can see one another's mm-hmm. eyes because, frankly, communication's about 70% of body language, tonation, your, your, how you glance, how you move, and only mm-hmm. 30% of what you say is what's really being communicated. So if I'm not paying attention to you and you got this look on your face, mm-hmm. I may miss that opportunity. That's right. I mean the That's opportunity right. we talked a few minutes ago. That's on the other list. You don't want to go Yeah, but if there. I miss your wink and I'm looking somewhere else, I may yeah, have just missed, missed it. You I, missed the boat, buddy. I missed the boat. It's gone. <laughs> it left the, uh, or the pier. It, it left the terminal. <laughs> the All right. Okay, next one. Well, this one, I we've you this is part of Brenda's date rules. Don't talk about finances, children, problems, or anything potentially stressful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So what else is there to talk about? What else is there to talk about? Well, we want to insert a little idea here before we go on with some more of these date rules. And one of the things that we talk about when we're doing our seminar is to create an acronym to uh, give you something to talk about when you're out on the date. So you're not talking about finances, kids, and all the craziness of co-parenting and all that. So this time we came up with a new acronym and I haven't shown Brenda my list and she hasn't shown me her list, Okay, but we're going to use the word play. Yeah. So here's what we came up with. When you're out on your date, pick a word such as play, safe, trust, commitment, laughter, you know, whatever you want to come up with, what that might be meaningful to your relationship, to your marriage, and think about the words in, 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 uh, over the next couple of days before you go out on your date. Mm-hmm. And then when you get to your date, then you pull out your list. Yeah, so we plan. <laughs> pull out your list and share it with each other. So here so we our go. Our word is play because a couple of days ago I said we just need to play more. Okay, so my P. Yeah, what's your P? My P, and I'm, I'm going to have a hard time pronouncing this P, is purpose, purposelessness pleasure. That sounds like a gillism. What the <laughs> heck does that mean? Well, play sometimes is oh we gotta have we gotta have a goal. We gotta go do something. Mm-hmm. For you A type personalities, that's not playing. Back off. <laughs> have fun. Go do something and not have a plan. Ooh. Go do it without a purpose. But make sure your purpose is to have pleasure. Oh. So purposelessness, pleasure. Okay, that's a stretch. What's your P? My P is persistent. Ooh. Because I want to be persistently playing. Okay. Okay. You might be a little closer to that A personality there. Yeah, be careful. Okay. Yeah, we might have to talk about another (laughs) word here, which is like forgiveness. (laughs) What's your L? My L is lots of laughter. (gasps) What did you say? I only had laughter, but you did the LOL. Yeah. LOL. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. See, wasn't that cute? That's good. Okay. What's your A word? My A word. A words are hard. I said away. Away. (laughs) Go far away. Like go away. Like me go away or let's go away. We need to be away from the house because it's so easy. Sometimes we'll say we'll be home and play, but you know, you get caught up in the phone and the computer. And before you know it. I'm saying we need to get away to play. So to get out of the rut. Yeah. Okay. My, My A word is 
adventure. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. let's go have an adventure. Yeah. Okay, and hopefully not break something. Like yeah, that's my leg good. or your leg or that's something. Good. Like. That's okay, good. Okay, what's your why word? This uh, ought to be a good one. Oh, I got, why is I got, hard? I got two words for why. <laughs> what's yours? I my why word for play. Yes. Is yearning for the next time. <laughs> yearning for the next time. Yeah. It's like I'm looking ahead to the next time we can play. Yearning. Ooh, I like that. That kind of talks about that opportunity thing. Could, could Maybe. be. Could be. What's your why word? You ready for this? I don't know. I got two words for ye- for the why. I have number one, yakking. Because you yak when you're out playing and having fun. Oh, man. It sounds like an old man yakking, word. Yakking, but the next one's going to just floor you. It's yodeling. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because you want me to sing to you, but it, you won't want me to yodel to you. So this you know, is true. Because I, I wouldn't want to ruin the date. So let's get back to our our twelve things. So, so use okay, the word play. Go yeah, have fun. And let us know what your play acronym is. Yeah, I would so, love to know that. Yeah. You know, put it on our Facebook. I'll have to put it on our Facebook. Yeah, because we got this closed group thing for restored and remarried, and 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 let's let's talk about you know play and dating on the restored and remarried. Uh, Facebook yeah, closed group. Somewhere so we can. Okay, yeah. where do we leave off so here? So 12 rules for a great Number date. Number six, what Number was that? Number six is compliment each other at every opportunity. Okay, oh, yeah. Man. Yeah, okay. That doesn't even have to be on a date. Just that compliment each other. That should be an everyday other. thing. Yeah, thank you. Thank, thank you. you for breathing. Yeah, I mean, no come kidding. on. I'm sure you guys can find something to compliment each other on. Yeah, one nice thing at least once a day. Especially when you're in that mindset of, I am so mad at you right now, and I think, mm-hmm. okay, stop. What's that one thing I could do? to compliment you. Okay. That's the one thing I like about you. Yeah, hopefully there's more than one. Okay, number seven. Be polite and apologize if you say or do anything rude, like pass gas or something like that. <laughs> what well, did you come up with that one? Well, I mean, I mean, you really know that you've gone way past <laughs> any rut if you're passing gas and not blaming it on the cat or the dog. And that idea came from our daughter, Kara. I said, Kara, what's what's something funny that's, you know, on a date? And she said, of course, she went to when they were dating, how comfortable you are to, you know, fart in front of each other, <laughs> blame the cat. That's fun. <laughs> But, you know, sometimes we can be more polite and apologize to our friends than our spouses. Yeah, yeah, than our spouses. And that doesn't need to be on a date. That's, once again, that's like an everyday thing. Okay, keeping it on track. Number eight, say I love you and Hmm. mean it and mean it. Mm, you know, I love you. I really do. I Not just that I appreciate you, but I love you. and, And I'm so glad you're in my life. I feel the same way. Thank you. We might be ending this show soon. We got to go pray. We got to go pray. Well, I know it's in in a remarriage for us, uh, words that have the same power as I love you to each other for us is I'm not going anywhere. I trust you. Mm -hmm. Those to me have the same power as I love Mm -hmm, you. mm -hmm. I'm holding the door open for you. That doesn't have the same power as I love you, though. But Din- dinner's ready. That that does. <laughs> <laughs> okay, number nine. Hold hands. Yeah, hold hands. Oh, that yeah. connection, not that only PDA. In the, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, just physical connection that you're really together and you're you're there, present, not just in word and and, and emotion, but physically, you're present. Yeah. You're yeah. you're available. Yeah, okay. good. Uh, to one another. Okay, so number ten. Do things you know your partner would like. Now, this is really. So easy to just go, hey, let's do that, honey. And and the wife goes, oh, okay, fine. But Brenda wants to speak to this quick, quickly because well, sometimes – go ahead, Brenda. Well, you take it away. Scott Stanley did a, an article, I think it was last year sometime. He's with the Institute for Family Studies. And uh, 
they had you know surveyed so many wives and everything, and it what they found out is that women tend to accommodate what their husbands want to do more than speaking up themselves saying what they want to do, and they found out because when women do that that the guys don't really know what their wife would like to do mm-hmm. And you know what? I think I'm guilty of falling into that because I know you like to hike and walk, and I I like to do those things, but I think we've kind of fallen into a rut of doing those things. So, so I need to take some time and say, what do I? What would fill my heart? What? And then you could come along with me. And another suggestion they said is for us to each make a list of things that we really enjoy doing and see where there's some commonality to cross over to do those things together. Um, as part of a date. So I think it's important to be honest with each other enough and balance, you know, what would you like to do this time for a date? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And not, and it's not, you're not allowed to say, oh, I don't know, whatever you want to do. That's not, you got to be honest. That's off limits. You got to say, you got to say, this is what I want to do. Because even when we were talking about Mm -hmm. it, I thought, well, I I know, I think I know what you'd like to do. Mm -hmm. And as soon as I said it, you go, oh yeah, that's it. Uh, and which, you, you know, you like to go ride horses. Mm-hmm. But to accommodate that and to make it happen, it's like, oh, I shouldn't go poo-poo on that. It's like, yeah, let's let's go yeah. do it. Yeah. Unless you want to smell more horse manure. So That's the idea. Yeah. Okay. So do things you know your partner would like to do. And ladies, please speak up. And guys, listen. Go, go do what she wants to do. It's mm-hmm. good for you. Okay. A uh, couple more to go. Have fun and be playful. What? Yeah. Yeah, and something somebody else even said on the Facebook page today said, well, uh, see, how did they say it? Um, how can we make a family outing feel like a date? Yeah, so we got to accommodate all these people. Well, first of all, on a date, you don't want to bring your kids. Unless right? you absolutely have yeah. to. But if you have to, oh, my gosh, you, there's so much you can do. You can... Uh, that PDA, public display of affection, you can be silly and laugh with each other and hold hands in front of your kids. Even though they're going gross. They need to see They need to see that. that. They want to squirm right in the middle of that stuff. And yeah. so go ahead and just lay a good one on your wife, guys, even if the kids are around and you're at the zoo. That's right. And look at number 12. How about rules. laying a really nice hot kiss on your wife when you're at the drag strip? You could do that. And this is good timing. Because you'd you're... like to smell the gasoline. You're interrupting me. I am. I'm having fun. <laughs> okay, what do you got? The last rule for a great date is to end with a kiss. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want to miss that opportunity because yeah, it, it could so lead to more. Maybe more. Yeah. How do you know? Again, that connection is so important. Yeah. We were working with a couple a, uh, a few a few months ago who uh, was really having a tough tough time, and. Um, you know, conflict was probably about, you know, on a scale of one to 10, conflict was about maybe a seven, eight, maybe even an eight and a half a few times. I mean, it was pretty drastic. And so we started talking about connecting and connectication and communication, all those particular things with this couple as we were coaching and counseling them. And we said, hey, you, you got you to gotta break away. And so they got, we can't, we can't, we can't. And so finally... Some miracle took place, and all of the children were they had eight kids. Yeah, they had eight kids. So some miracle took place, and the kids were gone for the weekend. Over to the, you know, I don't know if they put them in the basement or what they did, <laughs> but anyhow, they they got them out of the house and were able to have some time alone, just the two of them. And they went and just had fun. They went out it was to dinner. A staycation. It was a staycation, but they yeah. got out of the house. They went and had dinner. I mean, they, they even said, hey, we didn't quite have enough money to go do it, but we just splurged. We really needed to go have fun. So they did a few things like that, took in a show, took in some music at a live bar, just all kinds of stuff that was fun to them. 
when they came back a few weeks later, they said, you know what? Our conflict level was way high. And now, same issue, different level of conflict, Mm. like maybe three or a four. Wow. Because I trust you. We've connected. I appreciate what you've done. We had a nice time together. It didn't fix the problem. It didn't make it go away, but it allowed the the conflict level to come down Mm. several notches just because they had spent time together having fun and laughing and remembering why they loved each other. Yeah, yeah. And that's why, you know, even, gosh, ideally date once a week, get away from the kids, go out even just for a cup of coffee, go for a walk around the block, just to get away from all the distractions to connect again. That is, we cannot, have we said that enough this time? Maybe you could say it one more time. (laughs) Maybe they haven't got it yet. I know we we're due for that. Yeah, we get caught up. In yeah, we're stuff going. I'm taking it. you out to a fine dining again tonight. <laughs> <laughs> drive through this. Time. Yeah, drive through. <laughs> well, we could, and then we could go take in a really nice view of the submarine of races. The submarine races, but there's really a whole lot no more to see in the Northwest because it's always raining. Oh, we don't see the gosh. sunset up here, yeah. anyhow. So anyway, you guys get the idea. We hope that this has encouraged you to date your spouse. And uh, we challenge you right now before the day is over from listening to this podcast that you're able to call or text your spouse and set a time to go have a date. And ladies, truly, come up with two or three ideas of something you really want to do. And guys, accommodate her. Because you know, if you ain't got the marriage, you ain't got nothing. Take it care. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Gil and Brenda Stewart with the Restored and Remarried Podcast. If you enjoyed today's time together, share it with a friend. And be sure to sign up for Gil and Brenda's free newsletter, subscribe to upcoming podcasts, and learn where they're speaking. It's all on their website, restoredandremarried.com. Connect on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and hashtag restoredandremarried. Plus, they offer one-on-one couples coaching with amazing results. Join the Stewarts next time as they provide more tips, tools, and tingles for your relationship. Remember, if you ain't got the marriage, you ain't got nothing.